Hello Preppers. Welcome back to Survival Defense Tactics. Helping you take care of yourself so others won't have to. You can always go to anchor.fm, sign up for listener support, and if you like the YouTube videos, just hit like and subscribe. Today's topic is land navigation. Now before you get bored with this and turn it off, let me explain to you why you want to do this. It's a very, very valuable skill. Uh, using a map and a compass and not a battery-powered handheld GPS device. Do handheld GPS units transmit your location? That's a question I get asked all the time, and I've heard both sides of the, the argument. Some say that yes, they do. Some say no, they don't. And in the spirit of better to be safe than sorry, let's just go ahead and assume that they do. Now, obviously, you bought a handheld GPS unit for doing land navigation electronically to save you time, take a lot of the brain work out of it, and make life a little bit easier. Honestly, I don't know if they transmit your location or not. I don't have enough supporting evidence to say yes, they do, or a way to say that no, they actually don't. So... They are fun, they are quick and easy, they're, they're in a way almost idiot proof, thank God, otherwise people like me probably would never figure them out, but we're going to talk about being able to do land navigation without a handheld GPS, good old fashioned map and compass. If you decide to learn this, maybe you already know it and you just want to do a refresher course, there are a few tools you're going to need. And let me explain, I am not going to try to teach you land navigation over a podcast. I do not have the ability to do that. I cannot communicate that well and make it to where it's easy to understand. A lot of stuff you're going to have to do is either take a class, watch YouTube videos. You can Google search a lot of the information you're looking for. Irregardless of how you learn it or how you refresh your memory on it, I I'm, I'm beg you, please, get busy with it. Some of the tools you're going to need, you're going to need a topographical map. You're going to need a good compass. You're going to need ranger pace beads, also called pace counter beads, and a map marker. In addition to that, you're also going to want to get you a map protractor. And if you don't know what that is, when you Google search it, you're going to see a bunch of different devices. The one I'm referring to is a flat see-through piece of plastic usually in the shape of a square and it has three little triangles cut out in different areas for different measurements so don't deny the the usefulness of this protractor it is handy in so many different ways and it will definitely help you out with uh, plotting courses and figuring distances and so forth so a topographical map a compass ranger beads a map marker and of course your protractor. All right, now here's the reason why I recommend a topographical map. Topographical maps have a ton of detail on them. They show obviously grade elevation, uh, depressions. The thing that gets me the most about them is the land features that a lot of them show like water towers, cell phone towers, buildings, homes, bodies of water, creeks, you name it. There's just Tons of information on a topographical map. Now, if you're doing this for fun, you're going to have a lot of fun with a topographical map. 
if you're doing it for survival or bug out purposes, all that extra information on that map is going to save you time and it's going to help you get your bearing a lot faster. You could probably go with a backroads map or an aerial type map. Just topographical map is what I highly recommend that you learn how to read and get good with. On the compass, there's so many different types of compasses out there. If you have a ball compass that basically safety pins to your collar, throw that shit in the trash. You are going to need something way more advanced than that. And that little ball compass is no good for anything other than telling you which direction is north. So that's garbage. If you plan on buying a compass, please don't buy that one. Seriously, I don't care if it's a dollar. Please don't waste your dollar on it. A good compass is going to be a lensthetic compass. And the kind that I prefer is the military type compass. It folds in half. It has a sight window in it with a wire sticking through it. Little magnifying glass. It glows in the dark like crazy. Don't buy a little cheap $5 Walmart knockoff military compass. Spend the 80 bucks to 120 bucks. Get you a good one. Especially one that has uh, tritium coated uh, needle and, and markings on it. It'll glow all night long. Just amazing. If you have to travel at night, you don't want to have to have a compass in one hand and a flashlight in the other. You're going to need some hands free. Of course, I don't recommend traveling at night if you can keep from it, but that's just me. Not saying you can't, you can, but it's something that I would prefer not to do. That's just my own personal preference. So get you a fold in half type military grade compass. And yes, they are expensive, anywhere between 80 to $120. You can definitely get them way more expensive than that. But a good compass is completely, completely necessary for land navigation. Like I said, I'm not talking about them stupid-ass stupid, stupid -ass little ball compasses. Throw that garbage in the trash. All right, the next thing on there is going to be ranger beads. Ranger pace counting beads. Now, this is usually a piece of paracord folded in half, about 8, 9, 10 inches long. Normally, they have 9 beads on the bottom with a knot on top, and then 4 beads on top of that, and then however you clip it to your shirt collar or stick it in your pocket, whatever you're doing with it. The There's a thousand different places online that tells you how to use them. Ranger beads are great for marking distance. The average rate that a human walks is 60 paces equals 100 meters. And if you don't know what a pace is, it's every time your left foot hits the ground. So if you count every time your left foot hits, you count one and then two and then three, but only count your left foot. Don't count your left and right, just your left foot. When it touches the ground, keep going until you get to 100, there's 100 meters. When you reach 100 meters, you'll pull the first bead on the bottom of the pace counter down. That helps you keep track of how far you've been going. Obviously, when you get to 60 again, you'll pull the second one down and so on and so on. When all nine beads are pulled down, count off 60 more paces, and that makes 1,000 meters. Pull the first bead down on the top of your counter, which is... Like I said, it's a thousand meters. You take the other nine beads, run them back up so you can restart your count. 
and this is just a good way for you to keep track of how far you've gone and it'll come in very very invaluable you can usually buy paste counter beads for anywhere from 10 to 25 dollars depending on what style you get just uh, don't break the bank on it learn how to use them keep it with you you're gonna love them i meant to mention earlier a good compass map protractor map marker and a topo map if you put them all together and weigh them they would weigh less than one pound and to me this is important if you're bugging out that extra weight of having to carry batteries for your handheld gps may irritate you down the road a little ways and of course your batteries are probably compatible with a flashlight or a radio or whatever but if you're bugging out the lighter you can make your pack the better so just meant to add that earlier topo map compass ranger beads definitely definitely invest in some ranger beads you're going to want a map marker now this map marker is going to be great for you drawing lines it's going to get for a heading or a reverse heading getting your bearings you can even write little notes on the side of your map when you get your topographical map if you have the ability please laminate it that way, when it's all said and done, you can wipe them up, all the marks off your map, start over, go again, whatever you're doing. Uh, don't really guess it matters what color map marker you get, just something that's going to be easy on your eyes. Uh, black, green, blue, whatever, just whatever your preference is, get a good map marker. And then get an extra one just in case. The last thing is the protractor. Like I said, it's usually square in shape. They do have them that are round. I prefer the square when it's military grade. It's see-through plastic. When you get this map protractor and learn how to use it, it is also a good straight edge for drawing on your topographical map. So I think they're anywhere from five to $15, depending on which brand you buy. Just uh, get one of those, keep that with your map and your compass and so forth very very invaluable tool to have super lightweight really cheap to, to buy they're, they're great the next thing i recommend that you get is a small notebook and an ink pen if at all possible get the right in rain notebooks mother nature has a tendency to flip biscuits on a whim so it might be clear and sunny and pretty when you leave out on your little tra trail on your hiking excursion the weather may turn to crap on you in a matter of minutes so a ride on rain notebook with an ink pen this will be a good way for you to write down headings bearings uh, all kinds of information that you might want to keep track of and a ride in rain notepad and pen would be a, a invaluable thing to keep with you all right there are some extreme advantages as far as i'm concerned about map and compass over gps like I said before, no batteries. You don't have to worry about lugging around extra batteries for it. It's completely low tech. You don't get any more low tech than that. It's uh, not really that hard to learn land navigation with a map and a compass. It really, really isn't. If you're at all good with math, it's actually probably going to come pretty easy to you. You know, orienting your map north, all that stuff, just everything that you need to know about it it's very very low tech no scientific nothing don't have to worry about your map and compass taking a crap if it gets wet just 
there's there's so many advantages to this another good advantage to map and compass is believe it or not the simple fact that it exercises your brain your brain is like any other part of your body it requires exercise and no watching TikTok videos is not brain exercise laugh if you want it's not exercise Another reason why a map and compass over a GPS. If technology fails, a map and a compass won't. Now, let's say it's a solar flare or it's a nuclear strike, it's an EMP pulse, whatever it is, and it knocks out your handheld GPS or it knocks out the ability of the satellites to read your location. Well, if you don't know how to use a map and a compass, you're kind of stuck. So, once again, very low tech not affected by pretty much anything at all just learn how to use them get good with them practice makes perfect there are going to be so many mistakes you could make using a map and compass getting off course a little bit which down the road is going to equal a lot you know just a map and compass if you do it right you'll stay on course just practice go out on weekend hikes with your family uh, go around the lake, go down the trails, whatever it is you got to do. Just get plenty of practice with your map and compass. Learn how to use it. Get confident with it. Just make it a skill that you know how to do. As far as I'm concerned, map and compass skill is just as important as gun maintenance, knife sharpening, food preservation, everything else. If you're planning on bugging out as opposed to bugging in... And let's just say you're not in your vehicle for whatever reason. You have to do this on foot. Well, map and compass is a very, very necessary skill. Uh, of course, bugging out versus bugging in, that's an entirely different podcast. It's also an entirely different topic. If you're traveling on foot, map and compass. It's an excellent skill to teach your children. You could have a lot of fun with this. Children tend to learn better when they're having fun doing it. If you're teaching your children and you're doing it drill instructor style, there's a very good possibility they're not going to retain any bit of it. If you make it fun, then they retain the information and next thing you know they'll be bugging you to take them out and you know do other, other events and hopefully they'll be asking for some more land navigation courses. I, I know that sounds probably insane considering Xbox and PlayStation and all that other garbage we've got going on nowadays, but... Start them young, get them to where they can do it. Your Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts of America, these are great places that'll teach them how to do it if, if you're not comfortable teaching them. This should be something that you should teach your kids just like counting money and gun safety. Another benefit, there are no downsides to knowing how to use a map and compass. There's absolutely no negative reason to know how to use it. You do nothing but gain knowledge and it's, it's helpful. This is not going to be a waste of time for you. If Map and Compass scares you, I promise you, dive head first into it. Give it your best shot. Learn from everybody that you can learn from. There is no exact one gold standard for it. Everybody has a different method. There are some gold standards as far as how certain things work and why. But learning how to get good with it, that's trial and error. You can do it. There is a book I want to recommend to you. No, this is not a paid advertisement. I actually own this book. I've had it for years. I love the book. 
it makes map and compass a little bit less scary it's pretty easy to understand the name of the book is staying found the author's name is june fleming f-l-e-m-i-n-g and i have the second edition she's got a third edition out now i think it basically is the same thing except maybe it's got some upgrades or some more information in it but amazing book i think i paid ten dollars for it or 15 i don't remember i've had it for so long i think you can get it on amazon for about 15 dollars. it's paperback it's not that thick and it's it's very it's a very educational book if you get the time please order that book or or find a book of your liking that you think would be better but the one that I have, and that's the reason why I recommend it, is Staying Found by June Fleming, second edition. And yet again, that is not a paid advertisement. I'm just telling you the book I have. It's I actually like this book over many of the other books I've read on land navigation. It's very easy for me to understand. As always, thanks for listening. Stay safe. God bless.